Welcome to Pageant Planet's podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everyone, to another Pageant Planet podcast. This is the podcast for contestants who want to be inspired to discover how to win the crown. Today, Jesse Ledoux, our queen of coaching, and myself, we are covering the life of Victoria Pickett. She's another 2020 Miss USA State title holder. Victoria is a female entrepreneur, pageant title holder, model, pageant coach, pageant judge, and opera singer from the state of Pennsylvania. She'll be representing her state as Miss Pennsylvania USA 2020 at this year's Miss USA pageant. And this will be the most popular and televised pageant Victoria will have competed in. But she has had many experiences in competing to prepare her for this journey. Victoria has done very well for herself in the National American Miss pageant and in the International Junior Miss systems. She has won several titles and awards, including National and International Talent Award for Singing Opera. She has been practicing her talent since high school, and it has given her the opportunity to stand out in pageants today. But it's her passion for business and her entrepreneurial spirit that has led her to being the co-founder and president of the White Elephant Boutique. This is a women's fashion boutique that specializes in providing unique, fun, and timeless styles to women from clothing lines around the world. The clothing boutique name also represents the cause attached to its charitable contribution. A portion of the sales support numerous causes, including the Save the Elephants Foundation. Victoria has always been one to utilize her skills and talents to give back to others. She has hosted several fundraisers, spoken in front of her state's House of Representatives, and has been interviewed through several media outlets to bring awareness to causes she is passionate about, one being the, oh my gosh, this, the Youth Network of America for a disease that I cannot pronounce. I'm going to see if I can do it. Let me see. I don't want to butcher it. Okay, I think I got it. Dysautonomia Youth Found Youth Network of America. Dysautonomia Youth Network of America. Yeah, it's it's a challenging one for sure. And like w- without having a either a Latin background or a medical background, it's <laughs> it's challenging yeah, to pronounce. And a disclaimer on this particular podcast is um, there are really difficult names and words here, and there's a lot of acronyms. So we're going to do our best to uh, pronounce these correctly and then guide you to the, the acronym. So we can continue that way. So just be forewarned. Yeah. To add to Victoria's repertoire, she is also a print e-commerce and runway model who has walked in New York fashion week and has modeled for several well-known designers, brands, and boutiques. And if you aren't already sold on Victoria being a very skilled and experienced contender for Miss USA, let's take a closer look at some of the other things she has to offer. And there are plenty. Victoria is a native of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and we are recording this podcast on her birthday. So happy birthday, Victoria. Mm -hmm. Victoria's hobbies include playing the piano, baking macaroons, traveling internationally, vlogging, skiing with her family, runway, print modeling, talking to her dog, Gino, and being Italian. Growing up, Victoria was the girl who had to realize that although she didn't have control over the illnesses she faced, she had control over the life she wanted to live. Yeah, since birth, Victoria was diagnosed with EDS and POTS. And EDS is a disease that weakens connective tissues in the body and 
POTS is a blood circulation disorder which causes symptoms like blood pooling to your feet when sitting or standing for long periods of time, which can cause dizziness, lightheadedness, heart palpitations, dehydration, migraines, um, exercise intolerance, and nausea, just to name a few. I mean, that alone makes pageantry difficult. Think Can about you imagine? Oh, yeah. Think about working out for a swimsuit. My gosh. And also, like, okay, mini coaching moment here. You, when your world's going, like, challenging or when you feel like nothing's going right for you and how people say, oh, you got to focus on things to be grateful for, I always bring it back to my body because there's things like this. When I learn about this is an actual thing, like the, the POTS, where like blood will pool down around your feet if you're standing for long periods of time. Like it's not a problem with me. It was not even a radar that it could be a problem, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, I'm thankful for things like my eyesight and the fact that I can hear and that my taste buds work function that work properly. And that like, seriously, even just like hair grows in the places where it should grow. Whereas like, you know, all these different things that I have all 10 toes and 10 fingers, all those things, there's so many things to be grateful for. And when Mm -hmm. you start reminding yourself of all these different things, I mean, even the fact that like your digestive tract works good, right? And that you can go to the restroom. Okay. Things like that, that some people are not able to do. It really puts you in a mindset of like, oh my gosh, like there are so many good things happening for me. It just completely starts to shift your energy. Definitely. And this meant, I mean, Victoria is, is not so lucky, but she's really made the best of it. And this meant her childhood consisted of a lot of hospital and doctor's visits. She also had a home health care nurse that came to her house every two weeks to administer IV fluids so that she could continue to function. But the conditions didn't start to impact her day-to-day life until middle school. She thought that things might be better in high school, but her symptoms and hospitalizations would cause her to miss early morning classes. Her high school experience was being partially and fully homebound. Despite her challenges, she was still able to graduate high school, though, which is like an accomplishment in and by itself. Definitely. And for Victoria, her illness was also her strength. And although she may have not seen it then, she is now a huge advocate for Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome and Postural Arthostatic, which I think is what those abbreviations stand for, Stephen, Mm -hmm. EDS, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, if you want to look that up, and Postural Arthostatic, again, doing our best. Victoria has gone on to be successful in her educational endeavors on her own business and is highly respected and recognized in her community. And in 2019, She was named one of Pittsburgh's 50 finest, and she also received the Community Service and Arts Scholarship. Yeah, and she could have worried about not um, having what would be considered a, air quotes, normal childhood, but she would look forward to what she could do for herself and for others. Throughout her teenage years, Victoria found a love for volunteering and advocating for the illness she and many others had, and she became a youth ambassador for Dysautonoma a youth network of America in January of 20 or 2009, creating a successful lollipop found fundraiser to benefit the DYNA. Victoria has been interviewed by many newspapers, magazines, and radio shows to spread awareness about EDS, DYNA, and POTS. And at 18 years old, Victoria was honored with a citation at the Pennsylvania Capitol for her volunteer service. She spoke to the members of the Pennsylvania House of Representatives and Senators on POTS awareness as well. 
Victoria has since devoted her time to volunteering for many other organizations, including the Easter Seals, Go Red for Women, the Ronald McDonald House, and many more. More recently, Victoria has been able to speak at schools and audiences with over 500 students about the illnesses that she once thought held her back, and instead, how they propelled her forward. Her ability to share her own struggles to inspire and relate to others is just one of the many ways we know that she is will be a suitable Miss USA contestant. And here's a, a coaching moment. Victoria has learned to overcome the effects of her symptoms from her conditions through proper diet and exercise and now lives a healthy and thriving life. So disease does not need to mean, I love, I love this, dis-ease, which means like not easy, mm-hmm. in life. You are a person before any disease or any diagnosis you have in life. And if Victoria had decided to let her diagnosis define the way she experienced life, she may have never excelled in her studies, started her own business, or competed in pageants. And now she's one of the 50 women, 51 women, who will be competing for the title of Miss USA. So I find that people who have adversities in life, there's two different types of people. People that allow that to define them and use it as excuses and people that rise above them and don't want to be defined by those. And Victoria is definitely someone who has risen up despite all the challenges and she's an inspiration. I like what Henry Ford says, the you know, founder of the Ford Motor Company. He said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And really, there's solutions to almost every problem. Again, you cannot be dogmatic about like that because there are some that scientists are still working uh, to find solutions for. But there is mm-hmm. a solution because if there wasn't, no one would be working to find the answer. But so oftentimes we see ourselves as a problem or that we have a problem or that we have a fear or that we have something that's keeping us back, but we don't take the first step forward to find a solution. And what I really appreciate about Victoria is like she's been able to overcome her, the effects of her symptoms through proper diet and exercise. I'm sure there was a tremendous amount of research, trial and error, tracking her food, like meeting with nutritionists, trying a lot of different things. But you saw some of the things that she had to overcome. And if she can overcome that, you can overcome the obstacle of maybe not having enough money to compete or maybe not having the support of your friends to compete or maybe not knowing how to properly present yourself inside of uh, the pageant interview room. So there are solutions and you can find them. You just got to put forth the effort and be determined that you're going to find the solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as mentioned before, part of Victoria's education included studying at Duquesne Duquesne at University's Music Center. Thank you. Mm -hmm. This is where she was able to practice and develop her operatic skills. And she studied here on Saturdays throughout the duration of high school. And when Victoria was able to go back to high school, she attended Norwin High School. And again, Victoria wanted to truly make the most of her experience in high school now that she was able to fully complete her studies. She did not take being in school for granted for a second. Yeah, she was part of the National Honor Society, the National Society of High School Scholars, the Honors Chair, um, or the Honors Choir, Theater Club, and Volleyball Manager. And Victoria graduated Norwin in the top 11% of her graduating class with a 4.0. And sometimes you may not realize what you can do until you have something that you feel like you need to prove doesn't hold you back. And Victoria went on to Westmoreland Community College for a semester 
taking one French class so that she could continue her education while getting her health on track. Mm. Victoria then went to attend the University of Pittsburgh, Greensboro for two semesters in business management and then in marketing. Throughout her time, she was on the Gamma Sigma Sigma sorority and she had <laughs> not big on Greek life <laughs> no or like I didn't go to a traditional college either so we didn't have fraternities or sororities I went to a bible college for those of you that didn't know so I always struggle with that and like cum laude like summa cum laude and all those like anyways it goes over my head a lot of times but so back to Victoria she had to ultimately with draw due to the same health complications that she was facing that left her bedridden. And while in her dorm at the University of Pittsburgh Greenberg, Greensburg, she started White Elephant Boutique. And after withdrawing from school, she was able to focus on growing her online business. Both of Victoria's parents had retail experience, and this helped guide her through opening her own business. Yeah, and I also want to go back. Like I, I finished it kind of laughing when I said like she was left bedridden. That, that's not a funny thing. I was laughing at my inability to say my inability to talk about gamma, sigma, sigma. But that is a really, I mean, tremendous thing to have to go through. I mean, I couldn't imagine being in a situation in life where I'm like restricted to just a bed and I couldn't get up. I mean, I pulled my Achilles heel and I've been hobbling around for the last four weeks and complaining to anybody that would listen. So I couldn't imagine like having something like that happen to me. Mm-hmm. The inspiration for this started when Victoria had an international pageant title in 2015, and she would have asked, she would have girls ask where she would shop for her clothes, and even in some cases, if they could buy the clothes off of her back. Being in pageants helped spark her passion for fashion, and thus she had a business idea. So in 2016, she launched the White Elephant Boutique, the online fashion boutique that buys unique clothes from designers from around the world. And what was so unique about her boutique was that when an item would be sold out, she would not replace it. Instead, she would find a new piece that she wanted to sell. So limited inventory, which meant a lot of variety of people that shopped there. Yeah, and it also creates like this demand, like oh, you got to get it now. Kind of like home, yeah, home Goods. For those of you that aren't don't live in the United States, uh, we have a store called Home Goods, which is a lot of just interior decorating, and they kind of function off the same principle. That if you go there, if you want it, like Renata and I, we were looking at this piece, and for whatever reason, we really liked it, but we didn't buy it. It was like the next day, we're like, oh, you know what? We should go back and buy that. We both really liked it. We don't know why we didn't buy it. So we went back, and it was gone. It's like, oh, what? It was cool. a pretty big piece, too. So, I mean, for those of you that go and you look at Victoria's store, the White Elephant Boutique, which it's a super cute website, very well done. You know, it, when you see something that you like, go ahead and buy it today because it might not be there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so Victoria still wanted to continue her education, though, so she enrolled online at Southern New Hampshire University to continue earning her marketing degree. And she studied online for a year, but put this on pause to launch the second location of her boutique. Currently, she has not yet earned her degree, but she knows that she will always be an option for her in the future. And this is a major coaching moment because I feel like society has definitely um, – pounded in us that like, okay, you got to go to, you got to graduate from high school. You got to go to college. You got to do all this stuff. Everyone's path is not your path. And that could be as a result of your existing skill set. It could be a result of your upbringing and having the opportunity to have resources already available to you. Um, it could mean that you want to go to into a trade and not a traditional educational, um, institution. 
So don't feel like you need to conform to what society is telling you you have to do to succeed. I mean, college is a great thing. I have greatly benefited from having my degree. So it worked for me. But like Victoria is not being defined by not having her college degree yet. And I mean, she's still young, so she could easily go back, but she could never go back as a business owner and it would not be a problem. Yeah. So don't feel shamed into doing what you feel like everyone else is doing. Yeah. I mean, technically, I don't have a college degree. Like, yeah. I, I did not. Um, I've never taken a traditional business course or a marketing course. I went to a college that was non-accredited, but it was a seminary. So, I mean, I graduated as an ordained minister. But again, like no formal business training outside of reading books and attending seminars and working with consultants. But like, so the thing is, I will say this, that when you start on a different path that's non-traditional, you feel like you're kind of doing it wrong. Mm. There's that like, am I missing something here? Like to you internally, it will seem so obvious, like the journey that you take or that you should take. But like God gave you that inspiration like god gave you that direction he didn't give it to everyone he gave it to you and so it's obvious to you but others don't won't see it so attempting to convince them like so that they will agree with you is futile you know especially the more they care about you because they're just like no but you because they're they're functioning out of fear they want you to to go a safe route that Mm -hmm. they know not this uncharted territory but so victoria it's got to feel i don't want to say it's got to feel but because this is me projecting, but for me, sometimes I didn't feel as intelligent, right? Like I don't really consider myself like intelligent. Like my, my wife is the more, much more intelligent person in the couple. Um, but so, but a lot of that stems from the fact that like, okay, I don't have a formal degree and I'm fine with that. But there's also a bit of like, mm, <laughs> okay, these people do. So I'm just going to default to, to their decisions. Um, so anyways, there could definitely be some of that. And the reason why I'm attempting to be as open as I can in this moment is so that if you experience that similar, like on your journey, that similar experience, that similar feeling, then hopefully you'll remember this and be like, oh, okay, this is just like Victoria's path or just like Steven's path. Um, and then it'll bring you some comfort along the way. 100%. So within an hour of having her online shop, she was asked to be the sponsor of Miss World America. And more recently, you can see her outfits from um, White Elephant Boutique being worn by Miss America uh, as the boutique is the official wardrobe sponsor provider for the Miss America organization. And it was really cool. Um, Nia Franklin was there in her store in, in June of 2019 before everything was locked down. So it was like, she had a picture and she's like, Oh, like Nia Franklin's here. I'm like, Oh, what, how awesome is that? So anyways, I'm just really proud of her. Yeah. And she's grown the store to have two storefronts in the Pittsburgh area. And today she runs the store with the help of 20 employees. She has the help from her brother, a software engineer and her sister-in-law with the website and item descriptions. The majority of the front work of the business is all Victoria. Her boyfriend, Jacob Boback, is the photographer, and her dad helps manage both storefront locations. And as for Victoria's mom, she gets in on the action when it comes to going on trips with Victoria to pick out and buy new pieces for the boutique. So definitely a family affair and a family business through and through. Yeah, I'm thinking about 20 employees. That's That's huge. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, and there's a lot of complexity when you start to get around uh, 20 employees for sure. 
Um, so she oversees all the operations for the company from hiring staff to buying products to marketing and social media strategy, modeling for the website, and even helping style um, customers. I mean, she really she just does it all. She's turned her passion for fashion into a thriving business, which is a true testimony to never letting any disease or diagnosis hold you back from accomplishing your dream career in your life. And Victoria started showing interest in pageants at age of 13 from the National American Miss Organization where she would receive their mailers. And it wasn't until years later and lots of begging and pleading to her mom that she was finally able to take the stage. In Victoria's first pageant, the National American Miss Pennsylvania Junior Teen 2012 pageant, she placed as a third runner-up in the talent competition and first runner-up overall. This was all it took really to get her hooked on the industry. NAM, which is short for National American Miss, described their pageant as an experience like no other. And this was probably what inspired Victoria to keep competing. The next year, she competed in the teen division as National American Miss Pennsylvania teen and placed as the second runner-up to the national title. She came back once again in 2014 and won the National American Miss teen title. And she then went on to the national pageant and placed as the first runner-up. So wait, let me read that again. So in 2014, she became National American Miss Teen Pennsylvania. And then she placed as first runner-up at the national pageant. Yes, mm-hmm. that's correct. Yeah. And in 2015, Victoria was contacted separately by the Pennsylvania State Director for the International Junior Miss System. Victoria won the international title as International Junior Miss Pennsylvania. Victoria's opera singing also won the International Junior Miss Teen Talent title. Throughout her reign, she was able to travel, make appearances, and volunteer for many of the causes she had been advocating for that affect her personally. She was able to travel throughout the United States, Europe, and the Bahamas. And in 2017, Victoria returned to NAM as National American Miss Pennsylvania 2017. And at the national pageant, she placed as the second runner-up to the overall national Miss title and won the national talent title. Yeah, NAM can be known as very competitive when it comes to the caliber of experience um, the women have. I mean you'll see a hundred plus girls in an age division. So it's Mm -hmm. really competitive. And clearly Victoria was right up there with these women with her personal story, years of community service and her specialized opera singing talent. And this is a definite coaching moment. I mean, you're seeing here that she started NAM, went to IJM, went back to NAM, had success across the board. And I just want to encourage those listening to feel comfortable hopping around, trying other systems. I I know that there are several pageants um, in the circuit that don't have non-competes. So realistically, you can be competing while you have a title. You want to check your pageant contract and talk to your directors first before you do that. But especially in your younger years, getting that experience is so invaluable. Trying new systems, learning how to adapt to different judging styles, performance styles, is so beneficial. And like National American Miss is known for the speaking. So two thirds of your score is how you speak and present yourself because there's three required categories, evening gown, private interview, and on-stage introduction. Flip that and IJM is all about your stage performance. It's evening gown, fun fashion is two thirds, and those two are two thirds. And then your evening, your interview is one third. So to be able to do both and provide to show success in both shows that you're able to master stage and and speaking together. So that set up her up for great success for the USA system. Yeah, and to your 
to your point, I mean, I know here in America, there's another pageant called Princess America. Uh, there's actually two different systems. One is Princess of America. The other is Princess America. So Princess America, if you win that, part of the your prize package is um, Ken, Ken Kenny, who's the director. They will pay your entry fee to any other pageant. So like, it's a really cool way to get to practice, but then they pay your entry fee. If you want to compete in like Miss USA or like a NAM or an IJM or something like that, they'll, they'll pay for that to happen, which I thought was a really cool prize package. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just goes back to what we did for Miss pageant planet just a few, just a week ago, we did, um, a practice opportunity for people to try things out, test their limits and get scores and live feedback. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So it was a dream of Victoria's to compete at Miss USA even before she had competed at um, at the state title. And in 2018, Victoria decided to compete in Miss Pennsylvania USA 2019, but fell short placing second runner up. And at only 22 years of age, she's a new business owner and a heart to pursue her dreams. Victoria had to try for the state title again, of course. So Miss Pennsylvania 2020 was held in November under the lights of Richland Performing Arts Center. Yeah. 35 young women from around Pennsylvania took the stage with Victoria. Victoria chose a black two-piece as her swimsuit and a shimmering body-style periwinkle lavender evening gown. And her gown was provided by Celestial Brides in Johnstown. And Victoria, a woman who was always willing to beat the odds and not let anything stop her from achieving her dreams, was crowned Miss Pennsylvania USA 2020. Victoria's conditions do not have a cure, so she had learned to overcome the effects and symptoms of her conditions through proper diet and exercise. And during this time of social distancing, Victoria is spreading a positive message to others using her social media platforms. She began the hashtag see the unseen message as a way to spread awareness of invisible illness and to create a community of support for those affected. Now this message is more relevant now than ever, and it encourages people to socially distance and stay inside to protect those battling unseen conditions from COVID-19. Just because you can't see it and you don't have it doesn't mean that it does not exist. And as for Victoria's business, White Elephant Boutique is still an online shop that you can order from today if you so choose. And Victoria is still eager to showcase her pieces online to shoppers that want to order items. Yeah, and we will provide a link to the White Elephant um, Boutique on our show notes. So that way you don't have to worry about spelling or anything like that. Just click on the show notes and then we'll take you right directly there. And again, this is not a sponsored podcast or or anything like that. She didn't pay us any money to do it. so after after all the Victoria has overcome, we know that this pandemic will will not be a thing that gets her down for sure. And we look forward to watching her take the stage at Miss USA 2020 and hopefully placing at the semifinals, if not higher, for Pennsylvania for the second year in a row. And as a side note, because of the pandemic, like now more than ever, I mean, she has a brick and mortar business, like buy something. Because she's had to have her doors closed for probably three months. Um, you know, like we have, like my wife and I have with the spa. So like, you know, revenue is, is probably challenging right now. I mean, she hasn't told us that. And this is me just knowing the state. Guessing. Right. I mean, it's like, it doesn't have to be a, a leap guess. But if your business is closed for three months. So, you know, buy something from the boutique and support her in her journey and like support her in her dreams. And even more than that, she's got really cute stuff. So buy it. Yeah, that's a great sentiment. And she's been so generous to the pageant community. We already mentioned that she sponsors several pageants. She works with title holders. So I love that sentiment, Stephen. Thank you for that challenge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So 
in her in her words to close things out, she said, "This is something I've dreamed of my entire life. I've watched Miss USA. I've gone to Miss Pennsylvania USA since I was a little girl. I've watched." So many women's lives change and dreams come true. I can't believe this is my life now and this is actually happening. So cute. So if you'd like to be a featured contestant for our next podcast, create a contestant profile with all of your information, hidden facts, and what makes you special. Then email support at pageantplanet.com with the title podcast feature so we can review your profile and we'll let you know after you've submitted if you are scheduled. And also a special shout out to Maria Gerlando for doing research on this episode. And thank you for listening. And if you've received any benefit from this show or from ones previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It might seem like a small action, but it really does help us keep the show going. So until next time, take care. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.